Our Southwest Conference is going down on Saturday, March 21st at 10 a.m. in Burleson, Texas at Graceview Baptist Church. Those guys are cool. I like them. They you know, are. You know yeah. who's there. You know uh, who's there. Scarby. Uh, uh, yep. Landon. Scarby. D's. I, well, they Landon. Yeah, Dale, we call D's. Him D's. Oh, okay. his last name is D's. Oh, okay, okay. So you, you know what to say about D's? Uh, you're coming to Doctrine and Devotion Conference. Stay tuned for more details, but you want to register now as soon as you can because it's going to run out of spaces because everybody's coming to Texas. It's going to be great. It's right in that Dallas Fort Worth area. So check it out. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Ah, you done. We're all done. Well, you're all done. I didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. No, but now, you, now you're going to kick it into gear. You yeah, got, yeah, you got yeah, D&D work to do. Yep. You got your other work to do. Yep. You're working on the Lord's Day. Yeah, got to mm. get it done. Year-end stuff. You're a bad Sabbatarian. Right you're 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 a bad sabbatarian. I'm a sadatarian. You're you're just a sadatarian. <laughs> I'm a sabbatarian. You're a sadatarian. Yeah, man. Three services. Lots of fun. Good. Like lots of visitors. I got to meet some new people. Yeah, there today. was lots of the second service. Very cool. And yeah, and at third. Do you see the two tall people at third service? No, no. Super tall. Like six six. Six six. Yeah. 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 Six. No, just six, six. <laughs> yeah, they were, they, and I, I, so I was like all, all excited. I'm like, hey, I'm the shortest one here. You're the tallest one. I got to meet you guys. Yeah. So yeah, man, it was really cool. Lots of new people, and of course, worship was great. We're in our God Is series. Just in case anybody's curious, Brian Malcolm created a microsite just for the sermon series on theology proper. This it's, go to RedeemerFellowship.org/slash. God is mm. boom microsite with all the stuff recommended reading as as the as the series unfolds. It's a good time, man. Good, good, good. So now we're good. I'm tired. Yeah. What, and I'm eager to uh-huh. like not be doing anything. Yeah. You, well, so you're probably going to go smoke. Well, yeah. yeah. So you're going to go smoke and then either you're going to watch a movie. Mm, I feel like you're going to watch a movie. Maybe not. Probably I not. No, I won't. Oh, is Ozark out yet? No. Oh, it's okay. You won't no. be watching. But hold on. You're probably going to catch up. No. Nope. Or not catch up. Refresh. I already did. You already did? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's snowing. Going, okay, I'm, you're gonna watch something on the Abominable Snowman. No, I'm going to read. I have to because mm-hmm. I have to finish a book, and I only got a few days to finish it. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna smoke, but I'll hang out with the guys tonight. Mm. You're not gonna be there because you're working. I probably won't be you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. What? I was actually thinking about heading out after this. I was thinking about going. I'll go then if you go now. Mm-hmm. Well, let me oh, see no, you don't want, now you don't want to go because I'm going? No, 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 okay, just, fine. No, no, no. Fine. I just, I haven't, I haven't had a cigar. Time. I haven't had a cigar and I don't want to smell. I haven't had a cigar in a long time. A long I know. time. I'm trying yeah. to think the last time I had one. It would have been with you. What that was sure the last looks, time? That, looks, that sure looks good. I know. I, I told you. It's salmon. Yeah. That's pink. It's salmon. That's salmon. Salmon salmon's a gross. What would salmon you? is not. Salmon's salmon gross. is great against my complexion. Now, you don't understand this. Uh, you look like a, yeah. I, I you get don't it. get it. I, you I totally get it. No, I you totally don't understand it. it. You're like you, a brown you're bear you're holding a fish gray. in its mouth. You're I totally just, get it. You are just a gray tones. I, yeah. I can't just do the, and then your one punch red shirt. Look, I got I got my gray shoes on today. You got your gray. I did mm-hmm. see your gray, gray shoes. shoes. Gray, gray shoes. Shirt. Gray shirt. I did mm-hmm. notice that you during that? the sermon. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Matt, uh, you know it really accentuates my jaundice pallor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's how good I look. Well done. I had well to zit done. on the end of my nose, a zit on my chin. It's just. I wasn't actually like, going to talk about oh that. I get gosh, I, you. Know, I'm like, so brutal. I was thinking about it yesterday. Oh my I was like, gosh. man, am I going to bring that up on the podcast? My son's like, we're standing around. We just bust chops in my house. If we're standing there talking, we're just. Yeah, blasting yeah. each other. We're standing there, and my son's like, "Look at Rudolph." 
<laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. You look like you have like a Siamese twin growing out the side of your head with that pimple, and uh, and he just comes back at me with another one, and we yeah. just go round and round for a while. So yeah, it's uh, no relief. No, it's brutal. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 all right. Don't worry about. It. You can hardly tell now. I, I don't really care that much. It's more that like I, I can't stop touching it. Yeah, no, and I that do, makes no, it worse when you start to it's like yeah, when you do yeah, a little it's like yeah. with the side of you, the, the side of my finger side of your thing, like, yeah. Yeah, it's more like your knuckle yeah your, your, yeah. Your, just your the first side of my first knuckle yeah the, the pointer <laughs> finger knuckle side right there <laughs> I know you little man you're yeah. just, uh, just like because <laughs> uh, I can't I don't want to touch it no. but I keep I keep doing it but you keep touching it anyways <sighs> oh, yeah, alright Joe let's get through so that you can go home and no rest. we're gonna go to hang out together are you are you serious I'm thinking about it I'm waiting for a text from Michelle you need permission I'm just waiting for a text. Yeah, okay, I'm just waiting. No, hey, I'm, just, I'm, I'm supportive. Plus, I'm supportive. I, like, I just also don't want to, you know, like, I don't want my shirt to smell. Well, you take it off. You got a t-shirt on? I guess I do have a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. we got, you know, we got a jacket. We got some stuff here. We got a clothes closet downstairs. Make you a t-shirt. Yeah. Just put it back when you're done. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> one of the old ones of mine. No one's fitting my stuff. All right. Hey, listen, we're going to get back into the 1689, mm-hmm. and we're going to finish up the chapter on oaths and vows. So listen, if you didn't listen to uh, 1689-23-1 on oaths and vows, I would go back there and start, re- get refreshed, yeah, or, yeah. not refreshed, because this is not going to make as much sense if you're just jumping in right now. Um, but otherwise, you know, go for it. Like, do your best. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to worry about it too much. You're still allowed to listen to this. You yeah, just, why I can't would rec- they? I would just say, do I know, listen, not, not everyone's as smart as Joe Thorne. Well, no, it's not that I'm smart. It's just that I read stuff, you know, like, and I listen to stuff in order. In so order? They should, they should, they should go order? from <laughs> 23 to 23 So you only watch shows mm-hmm. and movies in their order? Of course. Except Kill Bill. That one I accidentally watched. (laughs) All right. Well, here, Joe, why don't I go ahead and read uh, chapter 23, paragraph two. Do it. Uh, The name of God only is that by which men ought to swear, and therein it is to be used with all holy fear and reverence, therefore to swear vainly or rashly by that glorious and dreadful name, or to swear at all by any other thing, is sinful and to be abhorred. Yet, as in matter of weight and moment, for confirmation of truth and ending all strife, an oath is warranted by the word of God. So a lawful oath being imposed by lawful authority in such matters ought to be taken. It's good. It's a good paragraph. Yeah. So, like, the first thing that stands out, obviously, is that that first clause, the name of God only, is that by which men ought to swear, which is essentially saying, swear words are good words. Wait, wait, wait. Swear words are good words, everybody. New uh, t-shirt coming out. New t- yeah, swear, swear words, words are good, are good words. Well, yeah, but you got to define. Sixteen eighty nine. No, you got to define it. You got to define it. No, I think I think it's, I think just they should just know. Just read sixteen eighty nine twenty three, and you know, swear words are good words. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Joe, all right. Technically, you are correct, but yes. why don't you define? <laughs> the only way I want to be. The correct. only way you want to be technically is is the best way to be yeah. in, in being correct. Uh, why don't you define what you mean by that? Well, the, the, the confession is saying if you're going to swear an oath, if you're going to make a vow, then you should only do so to God. If you're going to swear, yeah. swear yeah, to yeah. God. You know, you're not, you, because there is nothing higher nor yeah. anything really worthy. Like a swear, not on to my, heaven and earth, stars. I my my mother's grave, my mom's grave, you're like on my children. Yeah, like you ever, you ever watch Survivor? You ever watch an episode, every season of Survivor ever? I think I've seen an episode like early on, probably yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I watched them all. So have you um, really? Watched oh yeah, them totally all? watched them all. What season are they? Yeah. Uh, four forty is coming up. <gasps> it's been. There's no way. Yep. Google it. Uh-uh. Forty. Yep. There's Guaranteed. no Guaranteed way. Guaranteed it's forty because they do. 
two seasons a year. Okay, then you win. Yes, I know. I know I win because I know because okay, I know what's up. Because I'm technically win. correct. All the time. <laughs> okay. Well played, sir. Continue. Okay. I don't know what was I saying. So you it, have you ever seen Survivor? Is oh yes, yeah, because like they lie on that show to each other all, all the time. The time. Yes. All the time. That's the whole go, idea. No, listen. I, I swear my kids, and I would never swear my kids. Or like this cop, like I swear on the brothers of blue. Like, what are you talking about? And I think part of the reason why, if you're going to swear, you should only swear by the name of God, um, is in part because, uh, well, you're less likely to break that because you're invoking the highest name, the the highest being. And it, if it's, if it's something that requires or that, that warrants an oath, then it should warrant the invocation of God's name. Yes. Yeah. So you're invoking the name of God and, but you're not just like when you're invoking it, when you're talking about the name of God, yeah. it should be done as, as the uh, confession continues uh, in holy fear and reverence. It says, right. and therein is to be used with all holy fear and reverence. So yeah. if you're going to, if you're going to swear, if you're going to swear an oath by the name of God, right. And you're invoking the, the Lord God's name. Yep. It better be serious. And you should be, this is not something to be done. Just, don't say it. Willy nilly. I knew you were going to say willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. I'm like, I'm going to get him. Uh, but yeah, it shouldn't just be done, yeah. done quickly, right? Yeah. It should be done. You should be really thinking this through. It should be done with holy fear and reverence. Like, if you're laughing and giggling, like, if it's a joke, then it's clearly not appropriate. Like, yeah. I think it's not, and it's not just, listen. There, there's a sense in which we use the words all the time and, and a very soft form of, of, of an oath uh, or of, you know, we say like, hey, no, I swear to God, I'm telling the truth. That when you do that, you, you are all, you're transgressing because you're, you're breaking the third commandment. Hmm. You're, you're, you're treating the things of God in the name of God trivially. So that's really what it's guarding against here. But it's not just the, the, the misuse of the terms. It's also, you know, to... If you're making, if it's a, if it's serious enough to warrant an oath, then it's serious enough to be treated seriously. I mean, that's that's I guess what I'm what I'm going for here. And it gets and it continues with this idea about not swearing vainly mm. or rashly by that glorious and dreadful name, or to swear at all by any other thing is sinful and to be abhorred. So you do not swear by anything but the name of God, and you do not do so. Um, like you said, quickly, yeah. thoughtlessly. In fact, if you jump down, frivolously, yeah, fri- yeah, frivolously. If you jump willy down, willy nilly, willy, willy. You know where willy nilly comes from? Who no. coined that? No, Willie Nelson's backup band coined that term to because it means Willie Nelson. Everybody knows that Willie oh, Nelly yes, means yes. means Willie Nelson. But they called it willy nilly because Willie Nilly he, he don't care. He's always smoking the weed. Willie Nelson don't care. So Willie Nilly is a riff on his name. You say you treat it Willie Nilly, treat it like Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson does treat it very carefully because he's always high. That's where it comes from. Google, Google it. All right. So um, I, I don't believe it, you. What? I, I don't. I, well, it could I, be I, true. I believe, it could be true. It could be, oh, I don't know. You almost had me. You oh, are so convincing man. there mm-hmm. until you said it could be true. Yeah. Oh, good. Wow. You, you had, you had me until then. Yeah. All you had to oh, do the that was know, no. The listeners know that I'm lying, so I shouldn't have to. Uh... All right. So paragraph three kind of gets into this as well. Uh, do you want to read that, please? Swearing vainly or rashly. Yeah, sure. Um, Whosoever takes an oath warranted by the word of God ought duly to consider the weightiness of so solemn an act and therein to avouch nothing but what he knows to be truth for that by rash, false and vain oaths, the Lord is provoked and for them this land mourns. So in part here, uh, like like you said, Jimmy, um, we if we're going to swear, we swear by the name of God. We do so in holy fear and reverence, yep. not vainly or rashly. So we are recognizing the weightiness of the occasion 
and the solemnity of the act in which that yeah. we are engaging. And we recognize that to invoke the name of God and to swear falsely is to provoke him to discipline us. I mean, that's really what we're saying. It is, it's a provocation. Well, when we do not follow through on that? Yeah, when we, when we misuse his name, when, yeah. we're, when we're doing these things trivially, tre- treating them as, as trite, when we're going all Willie Nelson, we are essentially inviting Father to bring the pain. You know what I mean? It's like we we like he disciplines those that he loves so yeah, that we might yeah. share in his holiness. And you know, you you're not supposed to provoke your children as fathers, but children are not to provoke their parents. And yeah. obviously in the world we do both. One of the ways that we would move God to um to discipline us is by I mean, he is zealous for his name. Right, so it, yeah, it, yeah. you are not glorifying him; you are dishonoring him when you misuse his name. He's he's jealous for his own name. So, yeah, I, I think paragraph three makes that makes that point, you know, pretty well. Mm. That the Lord is provoked when we approach these things trivially, when we're not careful about it. We don't recognize that an oath is a very solemn act. It, we get so used to it today. I mean, it's like we swear all the time. Yeah, just I promise. Of, and we, we swear to get people to believe us. We do not swear because we want them to know the truth. Like, like we, we only are doing it because I want you to believe me, even though half the time we're trying to trick them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's not really, you know. By the way, it's not funny if you have to swear to get somebody to believe you. Well, then you just, you're, not, you're not good at tricking people. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, like, that's not funny anymore. So like, don't do that. Yeah. And you know what's not a trick? You know what we do promise? Most things are tricky, but... I would say the most trustworthy, non-tricky thing is probably the Southwest Conference that's going down. Ooh, in, happening yeah. March 20th and the mm. 21st in Burleson, Texas. I can't wait. Man, it's going to be good. We're going to be talking about contending for the gospel. You know who I want to hear? Uh, I, who, I want to hear Jimmy Fowler. Oh, you know who I want to hear? Who? Uh, uh, Sean Taylor's going to be there talking oh, about Lagos again. Man, and cool, I am dude. so pumped that, that so Lagos cool. I set you up. I set you up. I set you up. I'm so pumped that Lagos is going to be there. They're sponsoring this event. Mm, okay. uh, thank you, Lagos, for uh, all your support and for loving on the D&D conference uh, attendees. We love Lagos. We love Texas. And um, yeah, it's going to be a really good time. So listen, if you register now, uh, there's limited seating, but there's going to be a hangout yes. the night before on Friday at a local cigar shop or something like that. And the seating's going to be limited there too. So um, sign up as soon as you can. Go to DoctrineAndDevotion.com. Just scroll down. You'll see the big banner there for the Contending for the Gospel mm. uh, conference. Get all the information. Like people are signing up. Like it's it's going to fill up. So we yeah. want you to get in there while you can. Tickets are only 40 bucks. So can't go wrong. If you're in close it. at all, come and hang out. We can can't wait to see you. All right, Jimmy, where were we, what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about that uh, these oaths are, uh, when, when are then oaths appropriate? Yeah, I mean, um, like, you know, we say for weighty matters, yeah. right? Um, yet, as, it says, yet as in matter of weight and moment for confirmation of truth mm-hmm. and ending all strife, an oath is warranted by the word of God. So, I mean, there are conditions that warrant it. They're never required, yeah. right? But they are warranted. So, marriage, good work, or a court of law, mm-hmm. something like that. So uh, weight of moment, confirmation of truth, ending of all strife. There you go. Boom. Right? Like that you're seeking you're seeking uh truth on a solemn occasion and establishing peace. 
and we got scripture to back it up, like uh, Hebrews chapter six, for people swear by something greater than themselves, and in all their disputes, an oath is final for confirmation. And this is a, this is an analogy, mm-hmm. but it's but the author of Hebrews, which wasn't Paul, is is arguing <laughs> that uh, that you guys all know how this works. You all know how oaths work. We swear by something greater than ourselves, and in all of our disputes. Uh, an oath is final for confirmation. We we settle the matter through an oath. So they're appropriate for that kind of a situation. Or Second Corinthians uh, one twenty three. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming again to Corinth. Yeah, it, Paul does it. He, yeah, he's always doing it. He's always Paul swears all the time, all of the time, every other times. And you know, part of this means that, and this is what we're talking about, like oaths are supposed to be for truth, right? For confirmation of truth, mm. not for our own ends. And we've already talked a little bit about that before the break, that um, we tend to swear and, and like make these verbal promises yeah. for our own purposes and ends to get our way or to get somebody to do something when that's really not the proper motivation. It's supposed to be about truth. Again, paragraph four says, an oath is to be taken in the plain and common sense of the words without equivocation or mental reservation, meaning... You can't say something to be technically correct while misleading people to think something else. Oh, that's your jam. I do like to do that. That is your jam. Mm -hmm. That is right there, your sweet spot. Yeah, technicality. (laughs) Technicality. But but we all do that, right? We equivocate. We we mince our words. uh, Yeah, maybe leave out a few words, mm -hmm. you know. People do it in contracts. I mean, you have to deal with this in business, right? People try to slip. You you haven't shown me, but you've told me like, oh yeah, they tried to slip something into the contract. Yeah. Or they tried to pull something out of the contract. I think I wouldn't notice. Yeah, but I noticed. Jimmy, always notice. I notice. And then I and then I get told about how Jimmy noticed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't tell you what it was. <laughs> no, you, I never get to know what it is. But you're like, you oh, won't yeah, understand those it. dummies tried to pull one over yeah, on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. They put one word in there and I'm like, ah, that changes everything yeah, in this paragraph. Yeah. Hmm. So then you do you highlight it and circle it and then like And then I send it to my lawyer and say, get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you oh, but then even like without without equivocation or mental reservation. So right. you can't just sit there and when you're trying to Give an oath or stay, yeah. uh, to swear by swear by something uh, to mentally cross your fingers. Right? right, right, right. Like that's 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 really what we're talking about here. Is that it's it's got to be common, plain, laid all out for everyone. Yeah, and and even like when you're asked by authorities to do this, it's appropriate, right? So mm-hmm. a lawful oath. Back to I think it's a paragraph two. Um, so a lawful oath being imposed by a lawful authority in such matters ought to be taken. So you know if the, if the judge is like, hey man, you're gonna you know swear on that Bible, swear mm-hmm. to to God, you know tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth. We shouldn't have any reservations about that. Yeah. like we should be like, yeah, I can do that. This is serious. I got to testify in a court of law. In fact, I'm inclined to do it because I like. That actually means something to me. Yeah. Like they should, hopefully they'll recognize like that crazy guy is like a Jesus follower. So when he says this, he actually means it. He's not yeah. going to, he's not going to mince his words. He's not. No, gonna no, no. But then they're going to look at your social media and be like, oh, but this guy also believes in Bigfoot and UFOs. And Sasquatch. I don't believe in UFOs. And Loch Ness I do Monsters. Not, I do not believe in Loch Ness Monsters. First of all, you brought up UFOs last Sunday. I brought it up, but I don't believe in it. It's, it's just as common. <laughs> it's a common analogy. See, are you surprised that I remember these things that you yeah, brought up? No, I brought up. Today you brought up the rock. What? The Rock? No, I didn't. Not Dwayne Johnson. You, I, no, I didn't. I didn't mention Dwayne Johnson. Okay. I didn't. 
All right. Uh, I'll said, go back and listen. Yeah, you were not listening because I didn't even come close because I thought like everybody's going to expect a rock joke and I'm not going to make it mm. because I was talking about there's a person in your life. Hopefully you have a person in your life that you can think of as a rock and it might be your spouse. It might be your parents mm-hmm. or one of your parents. It might be your and son And then you daughter. said mine is Dwayne the Rock. Nope, didn't say that. Yeah. Nope, it's Kevin Hart. Well, it's Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's neither. <laughs> All right, so then paragraph five, the last paragraph yep. uh, in this in this chapter, chapter 23, Um has this, uh, well, the, mm. we're, we're talking Protestant Reformation, we're talking yeah. the Puritans. Did Luther talk, write this? <laughs> no, but the, the people, they're not too keen on mm. the the false doctrine, because not all the doctrines are false, the false doctrines and false piety that is found within certain parts of the Roman Catholic faith. We'll say mm. it like that. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. okay. Why don't you read paragraph five? Yep. Paragraph five, a vow which is not to be made to any creature, but to God alone, is to be made and performed with all religious care and faithfulness. Hey, very good. That's very good. Right I, there, probably. Well we done. Just yeah, no, right I just there. stop right there. Oh, yeah. oh but there's, you get there's, a little bit more you want to say? Well, oh. yeah, there's a semicolon. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but popish monastical vows, a perpetual single life, mm. professed poverty, and regular obedience are so far from being degrees of higher perfection that they are superstitious and sinful snares in which no Christian may entangle himself, but herself she can. Yeah, well, because who cares? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, popish, uh, which is a great word. Yeah. Um, popish monastical vows of perpetual single life. This, nothing wrong with being single. Nothing, nothing wrong. No, nothing wrong with being celibate and saying I'm never going to marry. That's like, right. That's all. That's yep, fine. That's your calling. Praise God. But popish monastical vows that call for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in, induced like you know where. where you, you cannot own possessions, poverty, regular obedience. They're talking about the Roman Catholic priesthood yeah. here. Um, those vows are so far from being what God calls us to be, they become superstitious, sinful snares. This is not the way of God. And so while vows and oaths are good, and they've outlined the ways in which they ought to be observed, it's hard for uh, the Reformed confessions to not address the elephant in the room wearing that pointy white hat because uh, it is their context. Yeah. It is the dominant culture, and it, it is it it had the the power and the and and at least you know the ecclesial uh, power, the cultural power and authority of the day, and so they had to address these concepts because so many people are are coming out of that context or are debating, disagreeing, trying to figure it all out. In our context, this actually is is really relevant. It's one of the reasons I like the 1689 is because of the the interaction that it has with Catholic uh, doctrines and mm-hmm. ideologies. And even though it's kind of aggro at times, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good because it's 40% Roman Catholic here. So... Um, like we have a lot of interaction with with Catholic people and Catholic doctrines, and so they might be familiar with vows. And so when we say, "Oh, we like vows," like whoa, 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 well, I I know about vows. We're like, no, not those vows, not those vows, yeah, yeah different yeah. different vows. Um, I'd like to not, buy not those popish monastical vows, perpetual single life, professed poverty, and regular obedience, because they're so far from being degrees of higher perfection that they are superstitious and sinful snares. That's what we tell them: sinful snares, sinful snares. It sounds like. Uh, it sounds like a, an off-brand of drum. The, the sinful snares. snare, yeah. The sinful, or snare. it sounds like it sounds like one of those uh, indie bands, the sinful snares, like the White Stripes. It sounds like one of those kind of bands. That's what mm. that's what I would liken it to. So I don't, I'm, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with that. You don't want White Stripes, to do. sinful snares. What's the one like? Kissing lips, singing, 
singing pucker. Oh, there's like some some. some I have I no know, like, idea what like you're the, talking like about. Lips. There's some kind of band out there with like uh, kissing don't. or like or mouths it, or mustaches. Kiss? Is it kiss? No, kiss was cool. Like in the in the seventies <laughs> and eighties, kiss was cool. When I was six years old. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. No, Grandpa me, Joe's got let a me, story. Let me, let me, I'll, I'll go back. In nineteen. When I was five and six years old, I had kiss posters on my walls in my bedroom in the okay. 70s. Mm-hmm. All right. I had the Destroyer. I would listen to the Destroyer album from 1976 when I was a little kid in my room. Mm. That, was, that was my household. Yep. You know what I saw last night? What'd you see? I was going to bed. It was 10 o'clock. I was going up to bed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I could hear uh, Killian in bed. Uh, I could hear that he was listening to another podcast and I'm like, what's he listening to? Cause he listens to Jocko warrior kid podcast, whatever it's called. Uh, he was listening to us. Was he really? Yeah, he listens all the time. Why? Yeah, he likes it. He likes listening to us. Thank you for listening. Killian. Hey Killian. Bing bong. It's at the end of the, he's already asleep. He's already uh, asleep he's right now. Yeah, yeah, that's why he listens to it to fall asleep. So Killian, I call, I call Killian bing bong sometimes. I call him bonger. Everybody calls him bonger. Well, some people call him bonger. Uh, hey, so Hey Killian, go to bed, go to bed. All right. Now, uh, Don't well, make any crazy Catholic vows either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. Perpetual single one. <laughs> you can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. You can contact poverty. us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab that some gear. Tangle people in them. We got the Southwest Conference happening March 21st. Not with a, a sinful snare. Happening on March 20th. Make sure you head on to the website and register now. Space. What's is the website? You got to give them the URL. Well, yeah, yeah. DrMotion.com. www.drmotion.com. Slash Southwest. No, it's not. Oh, it's No, see. Brian did Doc. It's like something crazy. Just go to DrMotion.com. Scroll, scroll down. down yeah, and it. there it is. All right. All right. Oh, let's get out of here. Later. Later.